So lately I've been on a health kick. I cut out sugar. I've just cut a lot of bad things out of my diet, just cutting back on bread, all that good stuff. And while I love being healthy, you've got to have a little something, right? So for me, that has been red wine. It's basically a grape. So, right? I don't feel so bad it's about it. It's the same thing. Same thing. <laughs> same thing. Um, so I basically joined this online wine club called Wink. Uh, and it's amazing because they deliver wine directly to your door, which when you run multiple businesses like I do, it just makes your life so much easier. It's so convenient. And what's so great about Wink is not only that it's an online wine club, it's also a personalized online wine club. So you take a palate quiz, they figure out what type of wine you like, if you like sweet wine, earthy wine, oaky wine, and then you get the wine that you love. So you're never going to get a bottle of wine that you're not going to drink all of it probably by yourself. <laughs> and when you join Wink, you're getting a lot of quality and value. Uh, all of their bottles start at only $13, but they would normally retail for uh, $20 and up. So that is like the best again for entrepreneurs on the go who's trying to save money, but also get And we're at that age on. where we no longer want the $7 of no. wine. They're not cutting oh it. So get the $7 wine. And also what I love about Wink is that they partner with local artists to create beautiful labels. So for people like us who also pick wine by the label... You can do that now because it's going to taste good anyway. So right now, Wink is offering our listeners $20 off your first order when you go to trywink.com slash heart and hustle. And it gets even better. I know all of you hate paying for shipping like I do. So Wink will actually pay for your shipping on orders of four bottles or more. Bless. So right now, what you're doing is you're going to trywink.com backslash heart and hustle. Get $20 off your first order right now. Again, that's trywink.com backslash heart and hustle. You're listening to Heart and Hustle Podcast, where we boss so hard. I'm Angelica Yard. And I'm Charisma Moran. Join us every week to discuss entrepreneurship, creativity, business, balance, and life. Take control of your business and your life, and never forget to dream big, work hard, work hard. Hey guys, welcome back. We're on episode uh, so close to 50. It's almost there. Almost time for champagne. And um, if you have been listening, like if this is your first time listening or you've been listening forever, we just want to say thanks because we just have like the best listeners. I, I just love all of them. They tweet us and like message us on Instagram. My favorite is Instagram messages because yeah. I don't expect them. And so when somebody sends us like... We love your podcast. I'm like, oh, you're so adorable. Yes. I love you. <laughs> we got a comment like the other day. I think it was on an Instagram post. It could have been Twitter. I can't remember. But somebody just said like these. I think it was Twitter actually. They like retweeted a link and then like wrote, these are my people. And I was just like, I just got all emotional because I'm just like, oh my gosh. Like we, we're finding our people. people. Like I just, yeah. Like we're people. <laughs> we're we people. exist. Yay. Um, yeah. So we really appreciate it. And if you're listening to us on iTunes or even if you're not and if you want to pop over there and like just leave us a review, only if you love us. If not, you know, yeah. you just be you quiet. You can buy an album or an e-book or an book anyway, so just snap on over. Yes. Give us a five star and be like, hey, girl, hey. And also, um, make sure that you are reaching out to us on Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram. Um, over on Twitter, we're Heart Hustle Pod. And Facebook and Instagram, we are Heart and Hustle Podcast. So let us know what you love. Let us know what you don't love. Let us know if there's a certain guest you, you love to see on the show. Let us know if there's a topic you want us to cover. Anything. Just let us know. Just we love talking to you. So how was your weekend in Charlotte? <laughs> My weekend was pretty awesome. Um, we went up to Charlotte. Uh, we stopped in South Carolina for a bit on the way, which was nice, and just went to um, like a little pumpkin patch and a little farmer's market, and it was just enjoyable, did a little shopping, and then we went up. Actually, we were there 
um, because I was covering the grand opening of a CrossFit gym called Silver Wolf Wolf CrossFit. And um, I already do, like, social media consulting for them. Um, but I went up to kind of get some like brand photography. They had like a soft opening and then like, so they've been right. open for a month and they already have like, I think it's 70 members and I think their target goal is like 150. Cause you know, with a CrossFit gym, like they're only open right. a so certain amount of times a day. Yeah. So it's like, they can only have so many people. So, um, they had like a soft opening for a month and then I came up to like photograph the grand opening and also to photograph a few classes while I was there so that they'd have, um, some images for their social media and yeah, I'm like, they're already like well on their way to their goal, which was awesome. So it was really fun. Um, and the grand opening had like a ton of local vendors at it. That was my favorite part because basically like I just got to try out stuff from all these different local yeah. vendors without yeah. even having to go anywhere, which is always my favorite. And of course, just like when you talk to local people and make those connections, I was talking to, um, the people of course that sold ice cream. Uh, it's <laughs> this like this, uh, ice creamery and it's like these two black guys run it. And they're pretty young. Like, uh, they're definitely in their 20s. I wouldn't be surprised if they were, like, 22 and 23 or 23 or 24. And so talking to them, they actually needed um, – their business is good, but I guess one of them has a brother who's starting up a business. And um, something to do with tech, but basically he needs a brand, a website, right. the whole shebang. So I just ended up getting another job while I was on a job, which is always that's, enjoyable. That's yeah, travel. <laughs> yeah, and of workcation. course, it was it was a yeah, it was a workcation. So, um, in addition to that, like I got to hang out with my family and you know spend time with John and just relax. It was the weather was great. I wore like heavy cardigans the entire time because it's cool here right now, but it was way better there. Yeah, um, yeah, it can it always was, be colder. I don't think. It, okay, yeah, exactly. It like can and, always be colder. And we like you know John and I really like cold weather, so that's awesome and we, uh, my cousin just moved so we got to like check out their new place and so yeah so it was just a really good trip all in all and I did keep up with my workouts I'm sure that being near a CrossFit gym like made me feel yeah, I was gonna say, I don't a think little more near a CrossFit yeah gym motivated like, so I did like my hit workouts in the morning and like you know I've been working out like with these hit workouts that Lordson who we had on the podcast uh earlier this year he designed them for me and I just did, like, this leg one yesterday morning, and oh... She still can't walk. My God. Like, I came up your stairs to today. I'm like, we left, like, <laughs> we left, like, Starbucks at the same time. And you got here, like, so much, like, faster than me because, like, it just took me forever to, like, walk upstairs. Because <laughs> I was just like, I can't even do this right now. So, yeah. Good weekend. Legs hurt so bad. <laughs> Thanks, Lordson. I told I told John this morning. I was like, I hate him. And John's like, you don't mean that. I was like, no, I do. Like next time I see him, I'm gonna be like, I hate you. But when I do feel the muscles in my legs, I was like, okay, maybe I like him. It's fine. Yes. Yeah. So how was your weekend? It was crazy. Our weekend really was more of a week because we left Wednesday morning at like six. Um, drove across five states to get to Little Rock, Arkansas at like 9 p.m. It was like 8.30. Um, stayed at the Marriott, which we never stay at hotels. I feel like I've said that 9,000 yeah. times, but people pay for them. So Well, there you go. Like, there you go. You stay there. And it was fancy, and like my daughter had her own queen-size bed, so she felt like she oh, was the queen goodness. of like, the hotel, and they had Starbucks in there. Like It was great. Like I love Little Rock as if Jacksonville and Savannah had a baby. 
and Ooh, they gave birth to Little Rock. That's literally it's very I much like the cobblestone that. and the old feel and like these old homes Ooh. and then like all the bridges that. By the way, my have. favorite way to like learn about cities and is when people say like these two cities. Right, like, yeah. I always do that yeah. because it always helps, it helps me like really understand. What yeah, it looks like yeah. So it's really easy that walking. That, I'm not even still listening. Uh, to that. We ran. It, we were only there for like 15 hours. Like literally, it rained the whole time. Um, David did his talk. It was awesome. They invited him back next year. He's going to be doing his collaboration with the University of Arkansas. So we'll be back in Little Rock more than once. So I don't feel bad for like getting in there and leaving. Yeah, because um, you now you know what you want to check exactly. out. Exactly. You know, yeah, we didn't times. see any of the presidential things. Like I went to. What the was museum. that like bridge that you were on? It is. I love it's that a picture. Fancy bridge. It's like a footbridge that connects North Little Rock to like the downtown area where we were, which is okay. awesome. So because a lot of people who live on the north side can just walk into work, and you know it's a oh, very like awesome. health oriented city. It's very natural. Um, we, they had like a natural playground that had rock climbing that we were playing in. Like it's really a cute place. And then we left at two their time and got back here at 5 a.m. Friday. So we were basically in the car for 30 hours in 45 hours of like time. Um, my daughter survived. Like I know people are like, oh, toddlers hate cars, and she she was pretty awesome. Like she is the road trip. Well, and I partner. feel like in general, like she's just such a she's chill child. Chill. Like since she was really young, like she'll just self entertain herself she is all the time. Very, she's so meant to be an old I child. mean there's been times yeah, <laughs> I was like, there's been times where you and I have sat there and had a meeting and like she's just, she's like, just so quiet. Like whatever. yeah. She's, she's like doing her own thing. Self entertaining and what's I also great. think that it's just because like she's very smart so she's doing like Yeah, she has stuff. her own Stuff. like we brought a puzzle she did a puzzle like we didn't we i'm not a big toy person it's charisma's in my house right now so she can tell like i don't mm-hmm. own a ton of kids stuff comparatively to all my friends or my friends with kids they they're like their houses toys all over i just don't buy a lot of toys because she doesn't need them yeah. <laughs> like she's very much like a learn by experiencing like she wants to help cook and now she's really big into helping cook and clean like that's her like she wants a a role and that to me is the best way to learn and to play so to speak because that's the stuff she's going to be doing mm-hmm. um as she grows up but that's my my week and then we came home i don't think we really did anything this weekend other than like i, I did some church stuff but hung out and catch up with my friends because my best friend also did road trip to dc so like all my friends were leaving yeah we all other left. friend <laughs> left Friday and went down to Miami because her boyfriend did the Iron Man down there. So it's like oh, all fun. these trips were happening. And my other friend, her son, I, Auburn. I always say that like fall is one of the best it's times the best to travel. Time to travel. And I love that all my friends were traveling at the same time because we were sending each other pictures and just seeing what what's happening and like what person is doing that and like almost being in the same areas at the same time. You know what I mean? Like it's yeah. almost that like you know you're just a couple of hours away from me. Yep. I I love the fall and traveling in fall so and i do want to travel in summer though just because it's hot and horrific but it's just oh, like no, everywhere leaving, else is here. so beautiful I'm this next yeah that's, that's that's what we're gonna do is we're leaving <laughs> next summer like to get out of the no heat but i will say that like and of course wherever we go will obviously better be better than florida in the fall but there's something about leaving florida and going to see the other leaves. states that get to experience real yeah, fall that is just changing, so needed and i'm glad that she got to see that you yeah know her first fall was she actually understands what's happening and understanding that there are differences and, you know, getting to wear her cute little boots that I bought. Yes. My favorite thing. And um, Sunday night, actually, I remember there was a digital happy hour for Blogalicious. And you guys, I'm so excited. It's in two weeks and we're going to be there. I'll be there. I'm going to have podcast merch. Yay. If you listen to the podcast, you're in Atlanta. Come hit me up. I'm there for five whole days. 
Flogalicious is taking over Atlanta. Like the stuff that they're talking about, I like. I'm so. I don't think I'm over. Like I'm overwhelmed, but not like I'm excited to be yeah. overwhelmed because it's such a big deal. And I've never really like done a lot of blogging conferences because I. Which not only like is it awesome that you're doing this blogging conference, but it's awesome that it's like in your hometown. It's in my you know home. what I mean? Legitimately, one of the reasons why yeah. I applied to speak because yeah, know I love going home. And, um, and it's women of color, mostly men of color. Like, it's definitely people of color targeted. And so I definitely haven't had that experience yet. So I'm very excited to get, like, we're just sitting talking and, like, uh, the tech guy is talking about, like, don't bring your janky cords. And I, like, you're, like, yes. snorting, laughing. <laughs> and he's, like, don't ask me questions 50 million how do you say 50 million thousand times or something? Like, such a, like, a thing that my mom, like, such a black phrase. <laughs> and yeah. I'm just, like... Oh my gosh, I can't wait to go home. <laughs> so come see me. Come get a sticker from me. I'll come give you What date thing. is that? So it is, I am in Atlanta from the 3rd until the 7th. Uh, Blogalicious starts November 3rd. It ends with November 5th. There is like all day from a.m. to p.m. There are events. There are after parties. There's yoga. So um, come hang out with me. I love you guys. <laughs> I'm so excited. So exciting. So excited. Well, we have a really great guest today. We're really, really excited um, to get into this interview with her. I think you guys are going to learn a lot. We certainly did. Um, and yeah, just, as, uh, she's, she's awesome. She's so cute. I can't, yeah. <laughs> All of our, like, we have a new, like, you know, rule, I guess, that everyone is just really cute on yeah, the show I mean, because that's, super that just adorable. keeps happening. No, but um, she runs, you know, like a, an empire, and, and she That's has, awesome. like, huge <laughs> influences, deal. and, you know, like, she has celebrities wearing her clothes, and Prepare she's, your she's, le she's legit, and she's the real deal. Yeah, get your wallet ready, get your coins together, because you're going to spend money <laughs> after you, you go to her Instagram. You, you can buy it for us. It's yeah, fine. just we, send it to us. It's oh cool. We like gifts. Right. Christmas is coming. Enjoy! <laughs> amazing guest and I'm so excited about this one because this guest has created one of my favorite things in the entire world <laughs> and she doesn't know it but I really have been obsessed with her clothing line she's gonna have to say it for me because I've already forgotten how to say it <laughs> like I've already butchered it because in my mind I see words and I think different things and that's how how southern I am my accent's not like very prominent I think I'm gonna I'm, I'm gonna attempt to say Go. it okay it. Nakamuli. Nope. Nope. <laughs> Did I fail? She, yeah, she just yeah. shook her head and looked down. She was like, you failed. And that's the worst because being named Charisma, it's like, I like to get these things right. right. So, oh, okay, yeah. so tell us again so we get it right. Nakimuli. 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 Best leggings ever. Okay, so this is Tania of Nakimuli, and I'm so excited that you're here. I'm excited to talk to you today. But for people who aren't familiar with your brand or who you are, could you tell us a little bit about who you are? Um, my name is Tania. <laughs> I grew up in Brooklyn. Um, started the line in 20, well, officially 20... 2009, the mm -hmm. end of 2009, make funky clothes for funky women and now little girls. <laughs> yeah, the little girl line is so, I'm so cute. I'm like, why don't I have a baby? That, like, little girl can now like fit in your things. So I'm. You guys excited. could be twinning. It's oh, amazing. My goodness, I'm so excited. So, how did you start from day one to get to where you are today? Back in 2009, what were you doing like at the start of it all to make today happen? Wow. 
I, mean, I know. I think I would have to go back even further than that. Um, I was a dance major in Guadalajara well, High School, the famous school in New York. Mm -hmm. Then I went to college. But I was always like that girl that just go to the thrift shops, go venture shopping with my mom, like when it wasn't cool. Yeah. <laughs> um, allowed me to express myself, you know, through my clothes and through, um, and through, you know, the arts and stuff like that. So I went to college. Um, I thought I was going to be a dancer. And while I was there, I would do costumes for the dance department. So from there, after I graduated, I got a job working for an independent designer in Brooklyn. Hard for a few years, and then um, I need. I was working part time for her, so then I needed a full time job. So I went to go work for a wardrobe storage company. So a company that they, all they do is store people, rich people's clothes. <laughs> and eventually, they got like designers and stuff. It was cool. I got to go to Austin de Renta's, excuse me, showroom and see their stuff. So it was kind of cool, but I hated that job. I like, hated it. It was no type of creativity. And I knew I wanted to design, but I'm self-taught. So it was like, how do you do it? You know, I didn't have any type of like real answers on how to get it done. But I hated that job. And I was making, planning my exit. And before I could plan my exit, they laid me off. Wow. <laughs> um, yeah, actually, that morning I broke up with my boyfriend. Oh wow! And then after this rough day, I laid off. <laughs> yeah, it was a very, very, very rough day. But it was like stuff that I wanted to get rid of, but it happened sooner than I wanted to, or you know that I knew how to juggle. So 2000, and, that was the end of 2007. So from all of 2008, honestly, I was lost. I didn't know what to do. You know, um, the internet wasn't new, but like selling on the internet was still kind of like. You know, especially if you're an independent designer, it was like, I guess I'll buy this from you. So I would <laughs> and so I would just put things up here and there. 2009, my uncle was like, okay, you need to nip this in the bud, especially because unemployment is going to end. You need to figure this out, you know? So he took me to go get my um, business incorporated. And I think from there, I just was like, it's now or never. I just, I'm going to have to do it. So I just did it <laughs> and never look back oh my goodness that's, that's awesome so inspiring and awesome because i think a lot of people don't understand that um coming out of bad circumstances can lead you to where you need to be and so that um, yeah like you can that. you can let a really rough day propel you forward which is exactly what you did seriously that's so awesome so last week um we talked a little bit on our podcast about target customers and just the importance of target customers and since we've already kind of talked about that I wanted to talk about how, how did you envision your target customer and how did you develop that person? Like, how do you decide this is the person that I want to sell my clothing to? Um, I think it's always, for me, I think it's always, it's hard because my stuff is funky. Mm -hmm. And I've, I've gone through phases where I'm like, okay, I want to be more mainstream. <laughs> but then when I start making the stuff, it's like, this stuff sucks. You know? <laughs> girls aren't as funky as like I would be but I would say the brand is definitely I'm definitely the muse for the brand and you know not being conceited or anything but I think I just designed stuff that I wanted to wear and Diane von Furstenberg she has a quote and I'm paraphrasing but she says like I designed for the woman I wanted to become mm -hmm. and I think that's 
what I had in mind when I first started. Um, but it's scary because when you do something that's like a little different, it, you don't have a big audience. So you have to kind of sort of like meet in the middle. But I would say myself and then of course Erica Badu. She's like the muse, you know. Yeah. Um, yeah, so I think I just wanted to find girls like that. You know, girls who just march to the beat of a different drum who can wear, you know, different things and not be afraid that people are going to look at them or wearing it just for themselves, you know, not wearing it. People are going to look, you know, but you just have to be who you are. And I think that's the thing I keep coming back to. That's the girl who I want to design for. Even this, you know, podcast is helping me because me and my photographer were like, okay, we got to make the pictures funkier, you know? Like, <laughs> what, how do we do that? Because sometimes it's easy to get lost in what everybody else is doing on social media, you know? Back when I started, and you know, tell my age, that we didn't have like social media, you know, like this—the way where it influences everything. You know, you had MySpace, you know, then eventually Facebook, but now it's a different ball game, so it's easy to get lost in like what people are doing. But to really think about who that girl is, where she go to eat, you know, what TV shows she watches, um, is she vegetarian? Is she vegan? Those are the type of things that I like think about. I love that because I always try to tell my clients like you need to have an exact person in mind you need to think about what they eat where they sleep where you know what their living room looks like like what they're going to order when they go to a coffee shop like you need to get to the specifics if you really really want to hit that target client so I love that you said that Um, and your line is like really popular I know I see like a lot of my faves wearing it and you know you have like celebrities and online influencers so how do you deal with like the publicity of that does it affect sales does it change like how how does all that work basically um i think it depends on the celebrity some people um like erica i wouldn't necessarily say that she drove sales gave my brand early on the legit legitimacy you know like Mm -hmm. okay this is a brand this is you know and I think also because of the way she wears things, people are just like, some girls get it and some some don't. She's, you know, she's a different type of person. Right. Yeah. <laughs> um, but definitely when she wore the leggings on the BET Awards, that's, that was when, like, sales did, you know, come in for that. I just think it, it depends on what they're wearing. Um, I don't know if they necessarily drive. I feel like influencers drive more sales. Mm. Celebrities just make it make you see more legit in people's eyes. Like you have a little business. I, I could definitely see that. Yeah, that makes sense because like for me, I might see something a celebrity wears and I'll be like, I want to find something like that, but I would just assume I can't afford it. Whereas if I see like a blogger, an influencer, I'm going to be like, oh, let me like follow this link to find out where right. it is because I can probably actually afford that. Yeah. <laughs> so it's, I mean... I like dressed as celebrities, but it's definitely, um, definitely interesting. <laughs> There's a lot of, you know, things that happen behind the scenes, you know, depends on the celebrity. It's, it's a lot of them get things for free. So, you know, they, they're not really in love with your brand, you know, or who you are. Right. so I try not to like go after them. When I yeah. first started, that's what I wanted, you know, and I still want to have more, but I think it's a, it's good to connect with people who like get the brand, you know, whether they're celebrities or not celebrities. And I, I know I keep talking about Erica, but 
she's paid for everything she's ever got. That's awesome. That you know, is so that, awesome. A lot of people, um, a lot of celebrities just don't. Every other celebrity I, I trust hasn't, you know? So it's just, I feel like she really gets the brand. Not only that, she gets how what it is to be an entrepreneur. Right. She gets what it, the creative who's making money. So... I just love her. <laughs> <laughs> no, um, you're speaking. Like I love her so much. She seems like such a sweet person, and I really, when I first, and I like, I feel like I knew of you through Erica, but I also followed you because of an influencer, and that's really the truth behind beyond um, influencers really um, making the decisions for me. Because I feel like I know, like I know, you know, you don't know anyone online, but you feel like you know them, yeah, especially if, yeah, you, like if you know that influencer right. and you follow and them you really well, like you kind of trust them. Like, mm-hmm. Oh, you know, we're both vegetarian, or we both like you know yoga, or we both like you know holistic lifestyle, and so that really drove me to your brand because it's really the type of girl who was kind of really saying, hey, this is for you, and I was like, oh yes, it is for me. I was like, all of these things are beautiful, and if I could afford it, I'd wear it all head to toe every day. Like, <laughs> I wouldn't wear anything else. So um, that's totally, uh, and another thing that really drove me to your brand is when you first go to the website, and if anybody's seen any pictures, all of your models are beautiful, gorgeous black women and girls, gorgeous <laughs> ladies, and I, I mean, to like could you explain the importance of that because i think people don't understand especially since you have a background you worked in the warehouses you know the industry behind the scenes and the scenes and why that matters so much and why you made that decision um i think we you know we as black women we black people um people of color we often talk about how these companies are not doing it for us mm-hmm. but when we get the opportunities don't do it right so i know a lot of design you see this stuff and it's all white women and then when you see the designer you're like oh like you're black you know <laughs> and i just wanted to make sure that i represented first of all who catered to you know and then i mean of course like i have white customers um i have all you know different places of customers but i just think it's important to be the face of the brand because we don't get a lot of that, you know? We have to look at, we have to go to Forever 21 and envision how we would look and stuff. Yes. And, they, <laughs> and that's hard. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And they don't have that issue. And I'm not saying that it's, that's an issue that they should have, you know, when they come to my brand. But I feel like you should be able to see yourself in the clothes too, you know? And it's difficult, but I just feel like it's important for me to, to showcase us in the clothes, you know, because nobody else is going to do it. We keep showing yep. time and time again. We'll see these big brands like Marc Jacobs, who I used to love, you know, right. now I'm like, ah, on the fence about, yeah. <laughs> because of, you know, he reacted to the last thing that happened right. to him, but how most of the girls in his, in his um, last show were white. And, but the culture that he drew from was black. Right. And it's like, what, what's so bad about having us out there? We exist. We're beautiful. Like, I, that's the part I don't get. So I'm like, hey, I'm just going to show fly black girls. Right. And I want to showcase them because we don't get that light, especially plus size girls, you know? Yep. Yes. 
Well, I was going to say, that's that's a big one for me, because, like, when you walk into, like, Forever 21 or a lot of these stores, and you're seeing, like, not only are all the models white, but they're, like, extremely skinny. And I'm like, I know that when I put my ass inside of these leggings, it's not, like, it's going to look different. So it's so important to see, like, curvy girls and different sized girls, like, wearing these things, and then I can actually envision myself in them. Right. You know? And, you know, it's going back to the, the Marc Jacobs thing. What's so frustrating about that, because I'm... I'm I was obsessed with fashion for so long in my life, and that's, I still kind of keep up with it. But it's so frustrating because he's always taken urban and street influence. And always. he's always had the opportunity to put us on, you know what I mean? And so, especially now We're that, the ones wearing his clothes, <laughs> like, you know, you know, you know like... Right. So that, that last response, like you said, it definitely, um, definitely made me very angry and frustrated with him to be like, uh, eh, you know, eh, stuff happens. Nah. I gotta do what I gotta do. But, I feel like that's why we need to just do it. They're going right. to show us exactly. And you know, to a certain extent, it makes sense because who is his muse? You know, who right. is he making clothes for? It's not us, right. you know, unfortunately. So we have to support the brands that do have us in mind. And not saying that you can't buy from Marc Jacobs or whoever, because honestly, there's so many of these brands that have this mindset. A lot of them just haven't been, you know, outed or whatever. Mm-hmm. So. You just have to purchase, when you purchase, keep that in mind that a lot of these brands, you're not their primary customer, you know? So if you buy or not, like, it's whatever to them. And I want girls who come to my site to see, like, I have you in mind, you know? Whether you're tall, short, skinny, you know, whatever, I have you in mind. I love that. So your Instagram is lit for anybody who's not following. They should. It's amazing. And you have like 46,000 followers and you get like a lot of engagement, people liking, commenting. And for me, when I just go on it, like it just, I don't know, it just makes me feel like happy and confident to just like look through Instagram. But what I want to know is how do you use Instagram to grow your brand? I mean, it's funny that you say that. I feel like um, me and my photographer, that's every week that's the issue how to, I mean, from a lot of people, they're like, oh, you have 46,000, you know? But, I mean, of course, we all want more. But um, it's hard to figure out, you know, Instagram has become, like, this major player in Mm -hmm. selling, you know, in all all businesses, but definitely in clothes, you know? So it's it's always a challenge for us every week. How do we convey um, the McKinley girl through social media. It's kind of hard when, not that it's hard, but I am that person. So sometimes I feel like you may take it for granted or whatever. But um, social uh, social media, but especially Instagram is a big, um, plays a big part. We think about that all the time. The way we take pictures now, we try to keep that in mind, make it, you know, square. Um, I wish I can be like more eloquent with the answer, but I feel like we're still trying to figure out like what the great balance is on how to capitalize on making Instagram really work for us. Um, so it's a challenge. Well, and I feel like that's a perfect, that's like a perfect answer in itself. Cause for you to have 46,000 followers, like for our listeners out there that like aren't even close to that to know that like, yeah, you're still figuring it out. You're still you know, implementing different practices and finding out what's going to work best for you. And I think that that is a lot of what social media is, is just constantly trying to be on top of the game and like 
check out the new changes and try new things. And, you know, I think that a big thing is like shooting with Instagram in mind, like you said, and like shooting with like knowing that you want it to be square as an end result. Like, cause a lot of people don't think about that yeah. and, and it's simple, but it's like, it makes a huge difference. Yeah. And also, um, you staying true to your brand while still trying to, um, find a bigger audience and, and be involved with a bigger audience. So it's really conveying your brand and not really going away from the standard that you set of being the funky patterned, you know, on, so being on brand and also yeah. exposing yourself to other people and trying to figure out how do you do that it's difficult. Like, that's very, very difficult because you get into the mindset when you see things work for other people, you're kind of like, maybe if I try that, it'll work. And it's not, it's not for you. It's not for you today. Mm-hmm. Like, you don't need to do it. I followed 20 accounts last night because they're taking tea pictures with flowers around the circles. And it's adorable. <laughs> and I don't, I'm never like, I, that's not, I'm not going to go out and buy a bunch of petals and start cutting yeah. them up and put them around tea. But that's a thing that people are doing. And I'm thinking, these people have millions of followers because they're taking pictures yep. of tea with flowers around it. But it's because yep. it's adorable. But it's not for my brand. You know what I mean? Yeah. Well, because you don't want to grow, like, you don't want growth for just growth. Right. You know, you want to be, like you said, targeting those specific people and and finding your people. customers when you have a a product. And I think that's where a lot of people don't understand is numbers don't matter. It's what engagement and what really um, sales matter. Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. Who's going to buy the product? It's funny because my boyfriend has an old um, t-shirt line. And he's always like, I want more followers. I want more followers. I'm like, but are they buying? Right. Last thing that I... I think about especially now that we have office space we have employees like mm-hmm. i always tell them that's the thing we have to think about it's not enough just to be popular but a lot of people a lot of influencers that i know that are popular who still have a nine to five right you know? absolutely yeah. on instagram the struggle is to be authentic and to really um think outside the box but really stay true like you said stay true to who you are i know girls who Ooh, I look at their brands on Instagram and I'm like, this doesn't seem authentic at all. Right. But it works for them, you know, and it works for that type of girl. And I think right now we're still trying to figure out, like, how do we convey who this girl is to more people who really not only are interested, but who want to buy. Right. That's One thing that I um, noticed and you do on Instagram stories, and I feel like I want to cry about it when I'm not in the same city that you're in, is that you're doing pop-up shops, which are, like, that's my dream, like, that's my life goal is to do a pop-up shop or collaboration in a pop-up shop. So just tell us, dream about it, like, what's that process like, and how has it helped your brand this year as you've done a little bit more of those? Mm -hmm. Um, A lot of them, I think a lot lot of what we've done have been in D.C., Mm -hmm. so D.C. is probably my biggest market. And then it's New York. Um, so when I was asked to go out there a few times, it's been great because there are people who buy, but not only that, people who, especially the plus size women, they want to come and see the product and try it on. So I think that's why it's important to do more um, pop up shops. But I wish I could do more. Um, but it's always like, you know, trying to get more product, you know, certain times of the year are easier than others. But I like doing pop-up shops because you get to meet people. Mm-hmm. Um, because we are such a digital world now, it's like you see people, like you said earlier, you, you feel like you know somebody because you see them you know, on Instagram, but you don't really know them. Or you don't, you know? And also for my brand, I feel like a lot of people, in the beginning, because I was my muse, I took all the pictures. I was in all the pictures. I had no choice. I could pay anybody. So now a lot of people don't know who I am because that was like, years ago so it's good to like 
go to these pop-up shops to see people and people are always surprised because they always think I'm like gonna be a plus-size woman you know yeah. people always like you're so tiny you know you're so short <laughs> you know it's interesting to see like what people think about me oh, boy, this call. can I take the call yeah, probably. <laughs> oh, no, I actually don't have to take it. Okay. <laughs> we'll edit it out if you have to, but. No, it's it's somebody. I'm just trying to. Um, somebody nine. <laughs> okay. So, um, so, yeah. So, I love doing pop up shops because of that. That's awesome. Do you have any pop-up shops that you can, like, are you allowed to tell us, like, that they're coming up this year, preferably in New York in November when I'm going to be there <laughs> <laughs> so that I can go? I'm going to do a pop-up shop, but oh, wait, we're going to have the, when, when are you coming? Um, I'll be there, like, for two weeks in November. Like, I'm coming, I, go, I, I usually go in for Thanksgiving. We do, like, the Macy's Day Parade and stuff like that. So, yeah, my brothers live in Brooklyn, yeah, so. Oh, okay, cool. Yeah, my my studio is in Brooklyn, so I'm probably going to open up the studio. My birthday is the the week of Thanksgiving, so we'll probably do, like, an event for my birthday and then probably for Black Friday. I haven't figured it out yet, but yes. definitely here is Yeah, I definitely will. So I also want to know what big plans you have coming up for 2017, if you can share any of them. Oh, hmm. <laughs> <laughs> um, I don't want to share yet. That's I'm not cool. sure if it's going to actually happen, but um, I think now we're just going to um, focus more on girls. So um, the next project we're doing is for little girls, and we're expanding the size range. So that's kind of cool. Here we're probably going to have um, little boys, but very like, like yes. Like, my best friend is pregnant with a boy right now so that gets me excited yeah yeah but very probably start out like how we did with the little girls just with um swim just to see how once we did it this year a lot of people said where are the boys which i wasn't i did not expect at all so i feel like next year that's something that i really want to get out there just to see you know how that goes that's so awesome. If you ever need a two-year-old rambunctious child, <laughs> I will gladly get on a plane and you can put her in whatever you want for free because she, she will love it. She will love it. So um, I know you, like we've talked about Erica being your muse. Are there any other creatives or brands that are doing it that are inspiring you right now that are like, you're looking at them and you're like, these people are killing it right now. Yeah, um, I think there's two, and it's funny because they're not necessarily clothing, but um, the rap life. They, yes. I, like they, I literally almost well. wore my wrap today, but I was like, I, I, I thought I was like, I need my hair down because it's like a little bit chilly outside, so it's like protects me, like it protects my neck. But yeah, because when I wear my hair up, like, but it's in Florida, it's like necessary. I have like five of them. I wear them all the time. They're always borrowing our clothes for um, photo shoots and stuff, so they're pretty cool. And then um, Paola, Finding Paola, she yes. also does a head wrap um, uh, brand. I think it's called Fan. I might be pronouncing it wrong, but her images are beautiful, and um, and the way she showcases black women is both of them. It's like that's why I aspire to do with like the clothes that you know that we that we make. Um 
two are like the major ones that I'm like, yeah, my pictures need to be up there with theirs. <laughs> so last question and possibly the most important question what is your advice for creative women, specifically black creative women or, or women of color who are ready to jump into their business? Wow. There's so much. I know. <laughs> I think first is have a great support system. I feel like that has always sustained me. Like even this morning when I had a crisis, the first person I called was my sister. My sister's like my business manager. Um, you know, my uncle took me, you know, pushed me to get my business incorporated. So I think you just got it. My mom, like she's, she's the, my number one, my very first cheerleader, you know, the one who always, when I wanted to do something creative, it was never like, you can't do it. It was like, okay, so do it. You know, where my father's very like, no, you have to go to school. You have to do this, you have to do that. You know, so I'm always grateful for having a mom like that. Cause a lot of people don't have that, but it doesn't have to be your mom. It could be, you know, a friend. It could be an aunt. Because um, I'm definitely that aunt to my niece and nephews, you know? So I think you just have to have a great support system. Number two is you have to have a plan. And the plan has to be flexible. Because in business, things change so much, you know, from day to day. Like, even the stuff that happened this morning, it's only 11.40 here, you know? And what happened between... 9 and 11, 40, that's already, is going to affect, you know, our workflow for the rest of the week, you know, and you just have to be flexible, you have to have a plan, um, my boyfriend, his brand is probably less than two years old, or around two years old, and I'm always telling him, you have to have a plan, you know, you have to have a plan, because then you're not willy-nilly enough, and you have to be able to sustain it, especially if this is going to be something that you're doing full-time, you have to be able to sustain it, and if you have a plan, that's going to benefit you greatly. You know, you always have to revise the plan, but if you have an outline of what you want to do, how you're going to get it, that would be good. The third thing I would say is research. I am always researching, you know, for a cheaper product or how to make better systems for the business, um, how to get Instagram, our Instagram to be more popping, you know. I'm always researching that's something that i i think because i like to do it it comes easy to me but because i'm getting bigger it's harder to do but it's necessary because you the world changes so fast especially digital world i just got a notice from instagram saying that you can do facebook stuff on instagram this morning and i was like okay great you know <laughs> so changing so you always got to keep up with that stuff um and then also because, you know, if you can get your product cheaper, you know, that's always going to help. And who's closer to you, you know, local, that's always going to help. Um, I think that's about it. I think those are like the three major stuff. I would say definitely, definitely, definitely have people that you love and support. I mean, support you. That is like, especially in the fashion world, but any creative world, I feel like it's a doggy dog. You know, I've had people work for me who... You know, gone and created their own line, you know, and created stuff that was similar to mine, you know, and what can you do? But if I didn't have a support system to be like, okay, you can get through this, I don't know what I would have done, you know? Right. So, 
No, I love everything that you said, and I definitely think we can, we've all, we've all been there, and we definitely co-sign 150%, yes. um, and she knows what she's doing, so yeah. you better listen, if you haven't listened, at least listen to the last question. Yeah, if nothing else, listen to that last But thank yeah. you for, for coming out and talking to us today, and I, um, I can't wait to see you in New York and buy all of the stuff that you have in your entire store, <laughs> and come back broke. More. Yeah. <laughs> I'm looking forward to it. I'm serious. I might like put my daughter up. Yeah, I'll just put her in my like bag. Like, yeah. Look how cute she is. Don't you want to use this child? Oh my goodness, (laughs) she's a little mess. But thank you so much for taking out of your time today. I'm seriously, I'm in love with everything that you're doing, and I'm excited to see 2017 and all the growth and the Instagram and the pop ups and the. Uh, wherever I got to get on the yeah, plane. Yeah, come bring a pop thing. up to Orlando. We'll help you out with it. If it's just us, we'll make the we'll make the trip. Yeah, we'll make it worth it. it. We'll <laughs> it That's fine. <laughs> Down for that. If you can find a space and find people who want to come. Yeah, yeah. Oh my Next god. Next thing I want more is travel <laughs> to you know reach more people. Yeah. Awesome. All right. Well, thank you so much. Thank you.